Hello, welcome to Love Food, Hate Money. Understand that there's a couple of you that are going to be welcome backs and a couple first timers. So that everyone is on the same page. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on. This is going to be the show where we talk about how much we love food and uh, the endless amounts of money that we're going to throw at it. I'm going to be one of your hosts, Jonah. This is going to be co-host Courtney. Hey. And today we're doing a daytime report. So we're going to talk about drinks. We're going to talk about coffee. Woohoo! Because we need that to function. Otherwise, we have no brain. Today we're drinking some coffee from Pear Cupworks. Longtime friends of sorts, I guess. I don't know. Would you consider Kim Hawk a friend or like a <laughs> rival acquaintance? Uh, no, I think we're friendly. Nice. We're drinking their hydro honey processed coffee beans from East Java. You bought this one just because I don't think you'd had coffee from I, Java, right? Yeah, I don't think I've had coffee from Java, and I thought the tasting notes sounded really good. Dried fig, stone fruit, hazelnut is what it says on the box. I would say that that's all pretty accurate. Yeah. Good job of being approachable. <laughs> good, good tasting. Good job with notes. No, that I mean, I think you said it best with, like, it's... It's really approachable. Like, it's not... You could serve this to your grandpa and he's going to be like, oh, this isn't that nasty light roast the kids are drinking. But you can also serve this to the coffee nerd down the street and they'd be like, oh, yeah, like this has got like some really good nuance to it. It's, and grandpa just, will find out that it costs seven dollars for the <laughs> cup and get real mad. <laughs> That's true. Um, I will link uh, their website in the description for this week. I bet this coffee will be gone by then just because we do record about six weeks in advance just because we're in a full other time zone <laughs> uh, yeah as of this recording we're actually driving back from san diego um so that'll be really fun we'll have lots of fun stories i'm sure to talk about with that trip but yes. with the way our schedules are right now and with as busy as you are we have to just record when we can <laughs> we'll talk when we can talk <laughs> which is why we're doing the morning record which is nice. You can hear the birds chirping in the background. The construction at our apartment complex. Yeah, the it's not even construction. It's just like never-ending painting, which is being much louder than you would expect painting to be. <laughs> so, you have a story for us today. Are we starting off with story time, server stories? I think we need a Jonah story time. And I think in addition to that, I think we need people to start sending us their industry stories. I think generally like industry people have some of the funniest stories to share and to tell and we want to hear them and we want to read them back to you so we're going to put up uh, our email in the description and you can find us on instagram and send us your stories because laughing is good or, or send a sad story <laughs> if your story can make us cry that's actually better yeah but yeah i think any restaurant related story like even if you haven't worked in a restaurant if you just saw something happen you were like wow that changed my life because this story is a life-changing story <laughs> what i think too like especially front of house people because you deal with so many different types of people like Everyone. the stories that you have are just so crazy. Like I think about um, our friend John, who's a bartender who talks about um, the time he had somebody like throw up during his shift and trying to get a busser to clean it up. And the busser just like walked out and he was like, yeah, no, I get that. He I would also quit. <laughs> yeah, that's the right time to quit if we're quitting. I would love to get him on to actually tell that story because the way he tells it is just masterful. It's so funny. Good storyteller. Uh, but yeah, my story uh, fairly recently 
I was serving a table. Uh, I was bartending at the time or making cocktails. And so I walked this drink out. The person that the drink was for wasn't there, but a significant other was there. She was like, oh, I really love love your shirt. I said, oh, thanks. Like, your dress is pretty. And then the guy by that point had, like, gotten back to the table and sat down. And she, like, looks at me and then she looks at him and she was like, said it to me, do you have anything to, like, say about him? Which is such a weird thing to say. It was a really weird position to be in. And I, I think... Fishing for compliments, left and right. Like, yeah. I it, I think it was just like a, oh, we're all being nice. This is fun. Well, that backfired. So... <laughs> I scanned this man up and down. And again, I work at a restaurant that is proper, but not fussy uh, with no dress code. And so this man is sitting outside and he's wearing his shorts and he's wearing thong sandals at a, at a restaurant where you can buy $40 steaks. And there was a evil little part of my mind that said, no, thank you, sir. So I looked him up and down and I made eye contact with him and I said, your toes are well kept. And then I walked away like I was never even there. And he, from what I recall, kind of like, and then laughed with like a darkness behind it. And then maybe five or so minutes go by and I'm I'm walking through the restaurant and I just see that man staring at his toes in the distance. And so somewhere in the world, that man is either never wearing open-toed shoes again or he's only wearing open-toed shoes because his piggies are well kept. I think he ruined his life. I think so. I like the idea that he might hear this story and realize that there is another another half of the <laughs> the person that did it to him. And then there's him who has to tell that story because she the girl that he was, with was laughing. So, like, she's never going to not tell that story. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't imagine how like I am always on edge about what people think all the time. So if somebody so to hear it, <laughs> to literally be paying someone to bring me food and then they're just like, and actually, I mean, I did say something nice because like they were the worst toes in the I've ever seen. I just wasn't ready for toes. So when I did the quick up down oh. scan, my put on the spot brain was like, this is probably the right thing to say. I think the moral of the story is you think that as a server boy, you get to do stand up any time you feel like it. It's all stand up. We're always that's that's what we're there for. Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> are you not entertained <laughs> i love uh reading yelp and google reviews and i keep looking for the one that's like the server i think had a foot fetish so we'll keep you guys updated if we find that review that one is me <laughs> but it's not me <laughs> so today's like actual focus as we were going to talk about value as far as the hate money portion of mm-hmm. our name because we had some kind of fun. We ate out a shit ton this weekend. We, we spent so much money. It it feels bad now as we wake up here on this Tuesday morning to realize that um we are poor again. But we had our first Ah uh, yes. That one weekend is where all our all our wealth went. <laughs> Three meals and we were done. Three meals. That's all it was. Guys, please <laughs> please send help send rates and reviews so that maybe we'll get sponsors for this show so we can afford our escapades companies that sell flip-flops specifically because you can eat gummy sauces off of them or show off your piggies in nice restaurants <laughs> looking at you flip-flop companies are there flip-flop companies exclusively i know that all companies sell shoes is there i is there like a- can't think of any brand specifically i 
like chonclas come to mind. I feel like Crocs would be a really great sponsor. You can't see piggies and Crocs unless you're wearing slides. Um, Birkenstocks. Ah, uh, yeah. Sponsored by Birkenstocks. I don't think you love Birkenstocks. I love my Birks. That's true. I saved up for them because we were poor. <laughs> love shoes, hate. But uh, we <laughs> well, <laughs> love shoes, hate socks. Yeah, skies out, pigs out, right? This little piggy went to the restaurant with all of his with his whole pig family. Oh, no. Oh. And then got shamed. No. Um, but anyways, we had our first Mexican pizza from Taco Bell this weekend. Yeah, I ate, ate Taco Bell a lot growing up, but I don't think I ever actually had a Mexican pizza before they were discontinued. So it was nice to try. Yeah, I definitely hadn't had one until. You didn't have fast food until, we, until I ruined your life. Well, we would stop at like. My mom had a thing of, like, trying to find, like, healthier options <laughs> at fast food restaurants. So, like, we would eat at Wendy's every once in a while. Health, baby. And we would get, like, baked potatoes and chili, grilled chicken sandwiches. I don't really know how much healthier the baked potato is than, like, the actual french fries. Because, like, you still slather it in butter and stuff. Butter and cream. Probably higher fat than the fries. There's a lady that does a series on TikTok that's like, eat this to stay under 500 calories. And one of them was like a large chili and a baked potato. So I can't imagine it's that bad. Yeah, but a plain potato. <laughs> well, you pour the chili on. That would be really good. But anyways, Mexican pizza. It was tasty. Tasty. It was fine. I, I wouldn't get another one. No, it was not. It wasn't like the... Um, it's no spicy potato taco. Well, spicy potato tacos are good. Um because of the value, and we'll talk more about the value because that's the whole point of this. But um, what was the? It was like the cheesy queso quesalupa that was the super cheese stuffed Ooh, chalupa. Yes, that they had for a while. That we was so expensive, but so good. Yeah, no, that one was like seven dollars for just the just the one item thing. Yeah, I think it was a quesalupa. Yeah, that's right because there was uh, Drew who kept calling it a quesarito just to make me mad. <laughs> Uh, you put respect on that name. That one will definitely be back. I guarantee it because it was really popular. Oh, yeah, weekly. They actually, I don't know if you saw the list of the four new items they're coming, they have coming out. Um, I saw the thumbnail, but I don't click on those because they feel too clickbaity. <laughs> but they have two, two new drinks, which I'm like, I don't really care. I don't, I'm not what a big soda drinks? drinker. One of them was like a new brisk tea and the other one was like a new flavor of Sierra Mist or something. Like it wasn't interesting. I don't drink either of those. I mean, Sierra Mist is fine, but it's not Sprite. And then they're bringing back the weird uh, cheesy gordita, the one that has, like, the cheese on the outside, I think. Oh. But the new item they have coming out is the um, – it's a biscuit with cheese melted on top. And I'm like, what? Mm, Taco Bell biscuits? Taco Bell doesn't need to be doing biscuits. I mean, it's going to be like a KFC biscuit. That's the same company. Oh, yeah. That seems silly to me. But um, the funny thing to me about the Mexican pizza was the cost of it because it's, like – Six bucks. Yeah, I think each little pizza was six bucks. And when we go to Taco Bell, I think we usually spend seven dollars total. That's the goal. Because the dollar menu there is really where it's at. The one or one, two, three dollar cravings menu, actually. <laughs> um actually. Uh but even like if we go there, like I would just rather have like two or three spicy potato tacos. Like that it hits the spot. It's just enough. And it's got the value. Whereas, like, the Mexican pizza, I'm like, $6? I'm not going to give you $6. Six <laughs> spicy potato tacos for this price point. But the funny thing is the juxtaposition of we went to brunch at Bacanora this weekend. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the food there is just phenomenal. Like highest recommendation. Everything was incredible. Everything Renee touches is gold. Like his food's just phenomenal. And we, we spent about a hundred dollars per person for brunch. And we were talking on the way home about how the 32 ounce ribeye that we ordered was a really good value because it was only $140. And I just think that's a 140 spicy potato tacos <laughs> based on our previous logic. Well, now that you say it that way, maybe we messed up. I want to know what that looks like. 140 spicy potato tacos at once. Uh, but the funny Probably thing an is, angry employee. Like, like you order it and then you just see an employee walk out of the taco bell. <laughs> I don't think I could bring myself to order 140 spicy potato tacos. That would feel wrong to me because I've made like my own version of spicy potato tacos. We had a Taco Bell themed pool party last year mm-hmm. and I made enough for like 20 people yep. for probably like $20. Like it's not expensive ingredients. So it's funny. Potatoes. Yeah. It's a funny. The contrast Contra- to the, yeah. the frame of mind because value is hundred percent subjective is the takeaway where there's not any, especially for us, like there's no rhyme or reason. Like <laughs> That's m- true. a lot of people would look at, I mean, there is rhyme or reason that makes sense to us, but like it is 100% subjective because there's people that are going to hear that the Mexican pizza that we spent $15 total at Taco Bell. And we're like, eh, we feel kind of ripped off. But then we spent $200 for half of the food at a meal at a restaurant. Actually, I actually probably ate two thirds of that meal, but that's. Granted, here we or there. did almost eat their whole brunch menu. Yeah. And cocktails. It was delicious. It was but, perfect. And it was great and worth everything. But it was funny to the 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 price tag difference of like one meal here that we were satisfied with fifteen dollars from hand, one meal here we were satisfied with two hundred dollars, and we were like, "That's it. We were we just stole from them. We did. <laughs> we it. ripped them <laughs> off." Uh, I, I do wonder what that is um, about us specifically. I don't know if it's just us. I would love to hear if other people are like this. But for some reason, for me, like when I eat at a restaurant that's like either locally owned or more high end or something like that. Like the money doesn't hurt as much to spend. I think there's all about the perception or like the awareness of what goes into it. Whereas like Taco Bell's food, like does have a lot that goes into it. Cause you've got whatever large facilities they're cranking out all their potatoes in and shipping that all out and keeping everything streamlined because fast food is wizardry as far as like streamlining that stuff. Oh, absolutely. But then you've got like, oh, no, this is a local like 32 dry aged bone in ribeye that took, I don't know, probably 30 plus minutes to cook like on an open fire like that. That was a big chunk of moo. And (laughs) the whole process behind it, like I think you have to be aware of it to not freak out. I think that both of the families that we grew up in don't put the value into that stuff. Or the thought into that stuff. Um, old spaghetti factory is what I think of immediately. <laughs> it was funny. My dad and I were just texting about that the other day because that's where we went for uh, Mother's Day. And we were talking about how we could have, he and I could have just probably spent like 30 bucks and made spaghetti for the whole family all. Like, I don't know. There's probably 15, 16 of us. There was, I think, 10 people on either side. I think that was a 20 top. Was it a 20 top? And one server, that poor guy. But just how, like, we could have made that at home. And I grew up with my dad, who was a really great cook. And his thing was, like, why would I go out to eat it if I could make it at home for cheaper? Mm-hmm. 
And so what you're saying, like, totally resonates in the sense of, like, you have to understand, like, when you're going and eating, especially a lot of the newer local restaurants where they're, like, local sourcing, you know, we're trying to bring in the best produce, the best meat. Trying to pay our staff, pay ourselves, pay rent in the metro Phoenix area, which is bad for residents, let alone businesses. Yeah. That I think that once you when you factor all that in, it makes it a lot easier to just send that money out. And I think to the abyss. The other part of that too, because I was thinking about like when we went to Noma, that meal was what seven hundred dollars. I think so. <laughs> seven hundred dollars back when we were eighteen year old kids. That was stressful. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was our... when my car got declined, and I had to call. I had to use their phone, call International, have my mom log in my bank account and like fix it so that we can pay for that meal. <laughs> Even the bank was like, nah, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much. Not for you. Not today. Um, but even that though, like looking back on it, like I, I'm still glad that we did it. I'm so glad that we spent that money, but you also have to think about the service aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's your paying to go to a play at that point. Right. You there's a, there's a whole story behind it. Um, another great example that I was eating at Kai here and, Phoenix, yeah. like you're going, the person who's serving you has had to memorize these stories and is telling you about telling you the story of the Pima and the Maricopa tribes, how they came together, why they settled in the that valley, why that the quote wild horse pass is important historically, and all of their religious stories. And it's amazing that and aren't I, actually like written down, so they have to be like memorized through oral. Mm-hmm. I think like I wish more people would put more value on that because I, a lot of times I feel like you talk about especially us because we this no holds bar spend money on food, but whatever there's, it costs. <laughs> but I, I think that if we as a society put yeah. more value, can I have a quick sidebar on that one? Yeah, the one knock that I'll have throw at Bacanora is like I will pay whatever it costs, but I do want to know how much it costs. So if you could throw like some idea of a price on your brunch menu, <laughs> that'd kind of be cool. Price, uh, yeah, no, I all menus. There was a back prices. of my mind thing of like, if that ribeye is three hundred dollars, I'm gonna be a little bit sad. Like it, <laughs> by the end of it, it was not ripped off. Enjoyed the meal; it was delicious. But that was a real weird. Like the entire what was that? Sixteen dishes, basically just being market price. We're not going to tell you. You're just going to order. It's like really <laughs> it's scary. intense. It's a little intense. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, I think restaurants do themselves a disservice when they don't put pricing on the menu because people may not order certain things without knowing. Right. Then it's the weird. You get put in a weird position with the service staff as a guest because as a guest, back of your mind, you're trying to like Try order to everything you want, math. but then you're like doing all this mental math and you're like, okay, server how much is this dish? And they're like $30. And then like, they'll see you immediately be, Hmm, I don't want to spend $30 for that. But then also you don't want to see them. You don't want them to see you thinking about that $30 too hard. So you're like, it's $30. It's fine. I'm not going to cry. You're going to cry. <laughs> well, and I think we've all had that experience where you go to a restaurant and they unfortunately don't have the prices on the menu. And then you order and you get the bill and you go, Holy crap. no, what did we just do? We did that on the uh, in the Denmark trip. That was fun. That was probably the, as far as value goes, that's like the lowest value meal that we've ever had was the first meal that we had when we got to Denmark. <laughs> that's such a great story. We should, we should definitely try to reach out to Shelby to be on the show because 
It was his fault. It was his fault. <laughs> he he's just like, yeah, Prosecco sounds great. No, just tell the story because that's it's a great story. So we went to we get to Denmark. Um, we didn't know how much anything was going to cost when we got there realistically. Like we knew how much flying there was going to be, but we really didn't do too much research. It's probably one of our first. It was our first time going international of our own like fruition. So we didn't really know what to do and look for. Like we looked up the exchange rate, but that doesn't actually do much unless you look up the exchange rate and then also like how much their stuff costs. Yeah, Because if you go to a McDonald's and don't realize that a combo is going to be $17 USD, like you're going to be in for a shock. Yeah, so we get there and we're hungry. And the first meal that we go to is this like little Italian spot. And it was funny because Everyone's like, yeah, you could like go there. It's good food. And we go in and then there's like pictures of all of these different food celebrities like, like the shattered on the walls. Like the super famous or yeah. something. Yeah. Or at least famous enough that like anytime a celebrity food personality was in there, like they got their picture like put up on the wall. It was really weird. So we go and we sit down and it's, I don't know, 10 of us, I think. Yeah. And the host owner person interacts with Shelby. Who was at the like the end of the table closest to literally being reachable because the table was so long to accommodate us that some of us were like squished in a corner. Yeah. We were like squished in a corner, small, like it was, we weren't being interacted with, but the guy was like Prosecco and he was like, yeah, Prosecco. So then we all got Prosecco, <laughs> which is fun. Like, cool. Thank you for the Prosecco until the very end. I'm pretty sure each glass was $40. It was it was something crazy. Like it was, it was definitely more than twenty dollars like per we, glass. We split a single pasta dish with four ounces of pasta <laughs> and had we like, Holy two crap. four ounce pours of prosecco because they weren't even like actual pours no, from teeny, what I remember. Tiny. But that might have just been because I was a child and trying to figure not a child. I was legal drinking age in the country. I was eighteen. <laughs> I was 12. I don't know what I was doing there. Prosecco! Um, but we, so we got two ounces of Prosecco and we each had about three ounces of pasta and that cost $200. Uh, it was at least 150. It was the, like, that set the tone for that trip. And then we were trip. starving. Yeah, we were starving afterward. <laughs> we were like, can we even go to, like, can we afford the $17 meal at McDonald's now? Like, what do we, uh, cold sweat? And I remember that trip too, specifically, like, we got in trouble with the people we were traveling with for not being able to keep up financially. And we were like, we're 18 years old. Like we can't spend $400 a day on food. And We'd even love to, now, but you sign our paychecks. So like you have a general idea of how that's and math's not working out. Even now, like we shouldn't be spending that much money on food. Mm-mm. We usually don't. <laughs> no, this last weekend was just a nice, like everything lined up and we had a good amount of free time and a lot of people that, We'd already made plans with this weekend. We just hyper planned. Yes. And we got to try some really new fun things. Like by this point, like Disco Dragon will have been open for a little while now. And that place is just. Disco Dragon's what I wanted to open in a cocktail it spot. It is excellent. Get down there. Go to Disco Dragon. Say hey to Brennan and Sam. Like they're killing it. They own that block in like the funniest <laughs> way possible where they're literally like, yeah, these are all our businesses. Roosevelt belongs to them. East Roosevelt. Where else did we go? We went to, we said Bacanora. Yep, Bacanora. We went to Pear. We did go to Pear. Uh, their um, drink with the Nesquik and it was great. Mm-hmm. Strawberry quick, blondes and everything. <laughs> they have some really fun seasonal drinks right now. Um, we went to Greenwood. 
Greenwood was great. Got to see friends there. Greenwood's also a great location. Like we did a little bit of everything. Beer, cocktails, big time brunch. So many good things. And then we tried that um, that new coffee spot. It's new to us. I don't know how long it's been open. Bones. Oh, yeah. Bones Aftermarket. Really, really cute. And one of the best Cortados I've had in a long time. Macchiato there was great, too. Also, I am excited <laughs> for the day where I order a macchiato and someone looks at me and goes, he knows what that is, instead of explaining it to me. Should, should we tell our our listeners what a traditional macchiato is? No, because they all probably know. And if they don't, they can look it up themselves. Clearly, it's a 20-ounce beverage that's iced with... <laughs> Okay, first of all, they put vanilla syrup. Oh, yeah, vanilla syrup. And then you put the milk. And then you put the shots on top. And then you do caramel drizzle. And you got to do seven zigzags the one way. And then you turn the cup and you got to do seven zigzags the other way. Because that is the standard. Yeah, that's a traditional macchiato. It's a traditional macchiato. And any coffee shop that tells you any different, they are lying. If they try to give you two shots of espresso with like a splash of milk on it, send it back. They're a liar. That's not traditional. Tell them that's not. Not my tradition. (laughs) God help us. That was. <laughs> Could you... Guys, that's a joke. Please don't. I mean, that or we create a full on revolution and uh, uh, make all specialty, co- coffee uh, shops. all specialty coffee shops moving forward are like, no, the people are rioting. They need their traditional macchiatos. <laughs> and so the 32 ounce Ultima Grande <laughs> macchiato. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But, uh... Look, I come from a different family. We do things traditionally another like way. Your traditions, your traditions are not are my not traditions. <laughs> my traditions... This is America. <laughs> that's another funny comparison, too, because I'm like, I don't want to go to Starbucks and spend $6 on one of their coffees. But I will go... Like, the other day, when I was at a coffee shop, I spent $40. Mm-hmm. I had like I had we I brought you a coffee. I had two drinks while I was there, and I bought beans. That feels fine. But you're gonna True. tell me I'm gonna walk into a Starbucks and pay six dollars for my peppermint mocha? My forty-four ounce big gulp of coffee with enough sugar pumped directly into it to help me see God. Ooh, I should definitely do some Starbucks horror stories at some point. That would be really fun. You do? Yeah, you have your own facet of the industry that you can talk about. Like the like the poopy, poopy pants. Oh, my God. Bathroom day. That was a bad day. That sounds like a full other story. That's, a, that's for another time. <sighs> another that could be time. The, the coffee special. <laughs> Literally. That is the coffee special is the bathroom time. I don't get that from coffee. I... Don't know if I should be envious of the people that I think have you that be experience. Concerned, actually, I think it just means I'm stronger. We're gonna go with that. <laughs> My constitution is not oh. easily broken by a bit of bean juice. So yeah, tell us. Um, I want to know like what people where they put value on food. Like, where's your line? Yeah. Because another a, a last fun example before we wrap up today is you worked at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. You will not go eat at Chipotle anymore. I mean, I will, but I won't be happy about it because it's not worth it. <laughs> it's like, it, I don't know. It's chicken and, a, and like $2 for the guac. Like you can buy five avocados and make enough guac for the whole family. 
I mean, avocados are cheaper than gas right now. So that is probably a good investment. Yes. My car runs on avocados. <laughs> no, Chipotle's, uh, I don't know. It's fine. It's just by the time you get, like by the time I get everything that I want out of it, it's an $11 individual item and we're not part of the guys don't tell them I know this secret bull nonsense where you've got people that are ordering. <laughs> you get the bowl with the tortilla on the yeah, side. Yeah, like I know the greatest secret that you can get technically two meals out of this. Like, yeah, if you want to eat the same thing, but. You want to drown yours in a pool of sour cream that makes... No, I don't drown mine in sour cream. I do put... I ask for all the salsas, though. I, like, want it doused in hot salsa so that I hurt later. Mm -hmm. Because of the coffee. Um, (laughs) The... No, I don't, like... I don't know. It works if you want the exact same thing, but it doesn't work for us because when we go to Chipotle, our orders are almost opposites. Super different. Also, I think that eating it for free is uh, as long as I did. Yes. Kind of... Basically, like, well, I don't ever want to pay for that. Similar with, like, Canes. Like, I don't really ever want to pay for Canes again. That's another spot where I struggle with the value. And, again, we're just listing off, like, large chains that we don't want to give. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll give, give money, money to, to, but, like, there, there's a certain, I don't know, if there's something about a one, two, three dollar cravings menu where, like, mm. you associate value with it. And then it, it tastes better. Also, if I'm, like, in the middle, of, like, if I'm in a drive through situation... I've already spent too much money on other things, guaranteed. I'm That's already thinking true. about, like, I just need something cheap right now. Mm-hmm. This is a trying time. Which is why we go to Wendy's so much. <laughs> Wendy's is a, a, a G, although they did change their menu recently. Yeah. So that their biggie bag doesn't have the good burger in it anymore. It has all the other things that were in the four for four. So I don't get it. Now they're beating us. They showed us who was boss. This is a petition for Wendy's to not change the biggie bag. They did keep their original one. Which those food petitions work because well, uh, back to Taco Bell, <laughs> looking back at that, that entire order was things that were discontinued. And then people were like, no, bring that back. And then they did. I think I that's think Yum Brands might be one of the only brands that actively is engaged with that stuff, though. And being like, yeah, we care about what people think. No, my hot take is that's all a marketing scheme. I think. The give and take. I think that they pull those things off the menu intentionally, knowing that it will cause an uproar and that when they bring it back, it will spike sales. I don't think that that it's any like, oh, we love you guys. We want you to have the food you want. No, they would have kept it on the menu if that was it. No, they clearly love us. They're a big corporation. And if I know anything about big corporations <laughs> is that they love all of us individually because we're all important. We're all special. Yeah, important and special. On that note, this special person um, <laughs> just noticed that the last table is getting up finally. We actually had to kick them out because we closed at 10 and it's midnight and we got to get these people out of here. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Love Food and Hate Money. Make sure to give us a like, rate, and review on social media, on your favorite podcast platforms, and connect with us. Um, You can email us at hello at lovefoodhatemoney.com. And special thanks to John Watkins of Feather Fiction Studios for our original music and all our editing. Made a mess. <laughs> <laughs>